Tech Lyceum, a podcast from Birla Soft. A big hello and a warm welcome to the second episode of Tech Lyceum, a podcast series from Birla Soft, coming from the BMAC Manufacturing Series. Now, this time around, we're going to be unpacking how digital twins are revolutionizing plants of the future. And to give us some very valuable insights, we've got not one, but two guests on the show today. First up, we have our very own Paul Menig back again, thought leader and a senior principal consultant at Birla Soft manufacturing VBU. His experience across various industries, including manufacturing, medical, defense, aerospace and transportation, truly make him an unstoppable force in this field. Also joining us today is Shamdat Kamble, the Global Practice Director, Digital Manufacturing at Birla Soft. Now, Sham has got nearly 30 years of experience in the bag in smart manufacturing, digital twins, industrial analytics, and he's the perfect addition to this podcast to to give us a precise peek into this world. Gentlemen, welcome to the show today. Thanks very much for having me again. I look forward to uh, talking with everybody. Hey, hi everybody, this is Shamdat. I'm happy to be part of these discussions and looking forward for more interesting discussion around digital twins. Absolutely. We're very thrilled to have both of you on the show. Now, first question coming at you, Paul. Manufacturers currently have all these different definitions of digital twins, right, within their organization. Some think it's a simulation software. Others believe it's a visualization tool or uh, it's a technology meant for predictive maintenance. And there are many other definitions. But in your view and experience, what would you say are digital twins and how is it digitally transforming the manufacturing? plants. So the one thing that I didn't hear you mention is model. And a digital twin is a model. It's a highly accurate, real-time computer software model. It's interconnected with the physical world, and it's continuously updated based on inputs from sensors in the real world. That kind of a model requires a multitude of ways to watch, measure, assess, and predict what a machine, a factory, or a transportation system will do under both predictable and adverse conditions. Now, getting to that kind of a virtual physical model requires many of the technologies that have been developed over the past decades, such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, augmented and virtual reality, the industrial internet of things, both high-speed and wireless communications, edge computing, and much more. Such models are used for complex products like aircraft engines, manufacturing production lines, large processing plants, and warehouse operations. Many models like this allow us to envision an intermediate variable that we cannot physically see or measure, such as a specific stress in the crankshaft of an engine or the wobble of a shaft in a CNC machine. If we have a well-designed and implemented digital twin model that allows us to run through a multitude of scenarios in the digital world to both understand and predict in advance what could go wrong, Now, if we run those scenarios through the digital twin during the design of the part, the tooling, and the software of the machine, we may be able to prevent that bad part. And from my experience, that can save millions of dollars and human lives. 
Uh, sounds like a very important role and uh, thanks for clearing that up and giving us an accurate way of thinking about digital twins and that brings me to this question to you sham as we know yeah. every technology comes with its own set of challenges and uh, you know that's uh, no different when it comes to digital twins so in your opinion what are the specific challenges manufacturers deal with and how do you think they can overcome these challenges as paul mentioned right uh, what is a digital twin and what technologies and what systems goes into it and definitely so once the end user overcomes this basic foundational it ot integrational challenges the next level of challenge what they start seeing is they want to move into the next level of digital maturity or digital transformation maturity is like what is my starting point where should i start how can i prioritize uh, of building the digital twin whether it should be you know a, a digital twin of assets or process or product digital twin how do you start okay so just to share with some of the experience what we have with our customers we have been working with the automotive customers the process manufacturers the med devices so the starting point really depends upon like you no know, uh, what is your key burning issues where do you want to really fix those which are directly you know impacting your business kpis and metrics or operational kpis and metrics let for example the automotive customer we were you know talking to or we were working with they had the issues around the productivity and the throughput whereas the med device customers had you know how can i accelerate my new you know product initiative cycles so that i can bring my you know product faster to the market how can i improve more on the quality so that i have the customer satisfaction so all this we you know look into as a key you know points to start as and then see how can we align and i'm sure most of these manufacturers do have the larger initiatives either around the operational excellence or zero defect or the you know tpms so we align to those initiatives we don't want to you know change the direction uh, what the uh, end user has taken align those and see what would be the you know good starting point so that they start seeing the immediate impact they start seeing that there are alignment into the issue initiatives they have taken okay so having said that then the next level challenge they come at like, like to build a digital twin and how they are placed in terms of their it ot systems in the maturity in terms of the readiness the scalability what kind of data they have today what are the gaps in the data what that basically leading to the data qualities if at all we have to build the model around this as a digital twin what would be the accuracy of this with a given set of thing what more we have to do of course cyber security remains the key issues many of this uh, and it will continue to remain so like most of the customers are very uncomfortable in terms of saying okay whether my data is getting out of my factory out of my enterprise how are you going to protect so those things has to be taken care of and more important is the change management so change management in terms of you know the way of working right uh, the currently with the you know, it or ot systems the personals or operators or supervisors are working so there will be definitely change in the processes change in the governance model so that has to be also taken care of so with all these challenges uh, you know if we do right fit gap analysis and execute uh, the best practices depending on the years of experience around these technologies and you know, we definitely help evolving around the right enterprise architect blueprint uh, which will address most of these issues upfront 
I hope these challenges can be soon overcome, you know, because the impact of digital twins sounds like it holds more power than the resistance. So that's the hope for the future. Well, coming to you, Paul, uh, the roadmap for digital twins is something we're going to be addressing now. What, according to you, is the right time and purpose manufacturers should consider so that they can start looking to build and implement digital twins and systems and processes? Uh, thank you for that question. And when you say roadmap, I immediately think of planning for a trip and getting all of the essentials together that we'll need. In this mm-hmm. case, we're talking about the essential IT infrastructure for getting and storing information about the customer, the application in the field, the manufacturing process, design documentation, and the governance structures for handling data. Then, both product and manufacturing engineers and analysts should be using models from product inception through product release, through tooling design, to first article inspection, to run at rate in the manufacturing plants, to field diagnostics. A digital twin model is needed when the part or process is more complex than other models can properly represent, when the cost of failure or out of tolerance is extremely high, or when the part is remote. For example, at one time, an industrial manufacturer had a highly skilled engineer flying around the world constantly to get to failed equipment that was very expensive, large, and remote. They were early adopters of artificial intelligence to capture the expert knowledge of that highly skilled technician. Today, that company has advanced to using digital twins, and they claim reducing service frequency by 20% and avoiding unplanned outages that can cost them $2 million each. Now, some other examples of remote and large systems are the spacecraft that we've launched, other examples of the automotive plants, and oil refineries, which can be as large as 30 square kilometers, a little city, basically. That's where a digital twin excels, because we can virtually shrink that huge physical entity into a virtual model inside a powerful computer that has access to all the sensors and actuators. Now you asked, when's the right time? For me, Mm -hmm. if you are designing a new part or a new plant, start right then from the beginning to make the product more robust, safer, less expensive, get it to market faster using the digital twin modeling. If, however, you're dealing with an existing plant that is several decades old, be careful and start with just a portion of the plant. Map the process out if it has not already been done in some lean manufacturing activity. Find the bottleneck in production and work to model that. Use the digital twin model to try out different scenarios in the computer before making a plan to actually change production. Hmm, That's an interesting way of looking at it. And you started off by likening the roadmap to a road trip. You know, given that efficiently incorporating digital twins is the end goal, I think the destination looks really, really good. Now, lastly, a question to you, Sham. Are there any specific standard methodologies and processes manufacturers should follow to build and implement digital twins going forward? So this is a very good question, right? And most of the manufacturer do come to us asking, 
what would be the right standard to follow okay and obviously this this is a very very important uh, aspect to look into specifically when you build a digital twin it's not for the one plant or one enterprise as such because then it gets rolled out across multiple plants globally okay so it's very very important like how can we standardize this but that said okay uh, though there is no one common standard to follow to one specific industry as said though there are many standards available in terms of you know isos or rami and ir but it all depends upon right what is the current itot you know systems uh, maturity they have what are the use cases they want to follow and you know what are the typical natures of the processes and the product variants they have so all these drive are the drivers to select one of this but there is no right and wrong answers but it all depends upon what is the as is and what would be it to be okay but mm-hmm. the good news is like any of the standard they follow right uh, it's pretty much covers all whether it's your connect communication compute or model building uh, covers pretty much all these layers Yes, okay, uh, covering the you know uh, core components and the business components required to build your digital twin, uh, and having a good coverage around your system hierarchy of your plant or operations, life cycles and the value chain processes, and further to get into the you know uh, integration of ITOT and then deriving the intelligence out of it. So that's specifically on the standardizations. Coming back, what are the methodologies to build it? What is the engineering behind building? As Paul talked about the model. So what is the engineering behind? How can I build a model? Whether it has software or it is a hardware or it has has both hardware and software too. So the best practice uh, the which are available in industry and we do follow in Brillasoft is we generally go with V and. if it is more intense it has more hardware components then we go with a w model which is nothing but your project life cycles involving right from your requirement to blueprinting high level designs to you know building up your you know test cases or the you know test plan which get linked with your model at every stage right from your sub components component system level detail to specification and then that flows into your build that's implementations then you know integrations of system integrations roll outs so forth and so on along with this there is something what we call as the you know uh, devops specifically why because when you build a digital twin it is not just one use case it is a set of use cases uh, cutting across all such domains so how can i manage those use cases what are the priorities of those use cases which use case will have better roi so forth and so on so that makes us to use something what devops along with this related tool so that we can prioritize those use cases properly you know we get a clarity on how quickly we can get on the you know roi if we select such projects and of course when we start deploying these use cases how can we do the continuous improvement so this is you know how we typically follow uh in terms of you know building digital twins to many of this you know manufacturers what we are working with today thank you for explaining that to us sham and uh, thanks to both of you for your thoughts today they've been very perceptive and eye opening on the subject of digital twins paul sham it's been a pleasure speaking with you thank you once again thank you very much for getting us here and it was a very interesting discussion exchanging the thoughts and the views over digital twin my pleasure to be here Thanks for having me again and uh, look forward to the next uh, edition of Tech Lyceum. 
You are listening to Tech Lyceum, a podcast from Birla Soft. Well, that was another very insightful episode of Tech Lyceum, a podcast from Birla Soft. Now, to sum up, a digital twin is a virtual model of complex physical assets of machine, transport vehicle, and complex processes, wherein you can essentially analyze, evaluate, optimize, and learn to improve the operations performance and reduce the manufacturing cost in real time with end-to-end collaboration. And that's a wrap on today's episode. We will be back with more interesting topics to cover. Until then, it's me Nirja signing off. Bye bye. You were listening to Tech Lyceum, a podcast from Birla Soft. <laughs>